Good morning, welcome to CityWell Online. My name is DJ Grick. I'm family pastor here at CityWell along with my wife, Steph. We are so glad you joined us this morning. Yeah, so welcome. And if it's your first time with us this morning, we just want to say thanks for joining us. So we'd love for you to text the word NEW to 610-590-8550, and that will give you a quick form to fill out, give us some information about you so that we're able to send you a gift to say thanks. So make sure you do that. If you've been here before, we want to know that you're joining us again. So text that same phone number, but text the word HERE instead, just to let us know that you are with us again. <laughs> Yeah, then if you have kids, we have something specifically for them. We have a kids service just for them. Uh, you can find it on our website on the kids, or on the Sunday page, so citywell.church slash Sunday, or you can just text Sunday to that same number, 610-590-8550. Yeah, so if you do not have a home church right now, um, it is so important to be with a community of believers. So even though we are not meeting in person right now, it is our goal to meet in person this fall. So we would love for you to be a part of our team to get this church launched and ready to go for this fall. It's super exciting time to be a part of the team, I think, because you would get to be a part of the foundations of this church and getting it started, um, having a lot of input into what um, is going to go on as a church, uh, you know, what the services are going to look like and stuff like that. So if you're interested in joining the team or getting to know a little bit more about what we are about here at CityWell, uh, just you can text the word team to that team phone number that we've been telling you. And then one of us will be in contact with you to just talk to you a little more about that. Yeah, we've had different people who are just, they said, we love your vision. We love what you're doing. We also love the church we're a part of and want to stay connected there long term. But we want to help you launch. And if you are in that position, we still have places where you can help. And the other thing is, we'd love for you to pray about maybe jumping in to the launch team and saying, okay, we're gonna commit to helping you guys and serving along with you for the first three months or six months of the launch uh, to help us get established. And then you could return right back to your home church and continue serving there. We definitely, we have places for you there. But maybe you're like, okay, you're talking about all this. We don't even really know you. We just tuned into the live stream. We want to get to know you and the vision and all of that. We have an opportunity coming up for that also. So May 8th, we're going to do uh, pizza in the park. It's just an interest hangout. It's going to be super relaxed. Uh, we're going to have some fun. It's the day before Mother's Day. So we might have like the ultimate mom challenge with some gifts and stuff going on there. But so May 8th, interest hangout. We're going to do it in a Hibernia Park in Pavilion Number 1. So there's going to be stuff for your kids. Well, there, there's playground there, free food, and we will have during vision part so that you can hear what we're about. We'll have activities for your kids so that you can relax and just enjoy the time and know that they're taken care of. Yeah, we're really excited for that. Oh, yeah. So we hope you can join us with or join us for that. Um, but also, so today, we like to tell you what today is and in the national holiday calendar. So today is National Pet Day. So I know people Scuba. are all about, yeah, we have one pet in our house. <laughs> it is a baitfish named Scuba. That's it. That's all we got here. Mm -hmm. I always say we have all these kids and that's enough pets for me to take care of right now. So when, when we're out of diapers completely, then maybe we can get dogs. Well, maybe before that. I don't uh, know. I really we, would like a dog. But We anyway, joke that Karis is our cat and Lydia yeah, is our dog. It's true. Something like that. So we want to see pictures of your pet. 
So I don't think you're able to actually comment that in the live video. You can, but you can post and tag us. Actually, a story and tag us. Yeah, put us in the story with your pet. That's great. So yeah, we want to see your pets so you can say, yay, it's my pet. I know people love sharing their pets. Um, maybe just tell us what your pet's name is. And yeah, what drop kind of that pet. in the comment. Yes, since you can do that while we're we're live right now. So. Now, also, we we eventually want to get a dog, mm -hmm. and you can let us know. I have a name I want to name our oh, dog. My you're you're not into my name for my no. dog. <laughs> I I think we should name our dog Dog. I think Dog is a great name. It's horrible. for a dog. It's a horrible name. For a dog. No, it's a great name. D O G. It's our dog. Dog. <laughs> That's what I think about that. So anyway, so, we'd love to know yeah. about your pet. It's your pet. All right. Yeah. We are so glad that you are joining us this morning here at Citywell Church. It is great to have you with us today. Uh, so we just want to say welcome. And if it's your first time joining us this morning, make sure you text the word new to 610-590-8550. And that will give you a quick form to fill out that you can just give us a little bit of information about you so that we can send you a gift to say thanks for joining us. And a letter. And a letter. I always forget about the letter. There is a letter too. So the letter gift, those kind of things. So, no harassment. Yes. No harassment. Yes, no hassle policy. There we go. Um, but if you've been here before, text the word here to that same phone number so we can know that you are joining us once again. Um, and we want to let you know there's something for your kids today. So if you have kids from preschool through elementary school, there is something for them. You can text the word Sunday to that same phone number, or you can head on to our website, citywell.church Sunday, and you'll be able to find the uh, the links for them there. But you can also, if you have a smart TV, um, the videos are based in YouTube. So you're able to stream those to your TV, which is really nice. So if you don't want your kids like looking at a little screen, you want them to see the stuff on a bigger screen, you can do that. It's a nice little upgrade from the last one we had. So this oh, is yeah. a little different. So. Just upgraded that last week. Yes, we did, yeah. So we are so thankful for the people who have been investing in the vision of CityWell. Mm -hmm. And we would have been able to get here uh, where we are without the generous generous support of people like you. I feel like a PBS commercial. Yeah, we but, I know. You know generous mm -hmm. support of people like you. And But that's true. <laughs> yeah, it, it is true. Uh, the launch process and launching a new church costs money. There's a lot of equipment, a lot of gear, uh, just cost of renting facilities, all of that is built into this process and uh, we just invite you if you've been tuning in for a time or you just love the vision or anything like that please please consider investing into the launch of city well uh, your gifts are going to help impact the lives of people in this community and we are so thankful for it 
So if you are interested in getting to know a little bit more about what City Wall Church is all about, you wanna to get to know us in person and some other members of our launch team, we have something coming up that we are really excited about. So we have something called Pizza in the Park coming out. It's just an, a very low key, informal interest hangout. Um, we're calling it, it's gonna be at Hibernia Park. So we'll be outside. There's gonna be a playground there for your kids. There's going to be activities for them, activities for everyone. Um, there's free food. I mean, dinner, pizza, pizza. Usually kids like pizza, my kids like pizza. I like mm -hmm. pizza, it's great. Um, so that's gonna be on May 8th at 5 p.m. So um, keep a lookout for a Facebook event for that so that you can um, just set a reminder for yourself there. Oh, and share it like crazy. And share it like crazy, that yeah. would be great. So yes, make sure you um, just let us know that you're coming. Just get going or interested so we know. Yep. Hit going. Don't hit get going. interested. Yeah, interested, we don't know, and then that's true. So hit going, and then show up and invite all of your friends. Right. Yeah. Definitely. There you go. So we love we love being social. We we'd so much rather be in person with you right now, looking you in the eye, shaking your hands, all of that. And this fall, we're going there. But right now, we would love for you just continue to engage in the chat with us during the live stream. Uh, let's keep conversations going. But today, the question I have for you is how can we be praying for you? Uh, I don't know how often in church lobbies, we just get in the conversations where it's like, okay, we're going to pray for you right here and right now. And that's one of the biggest things I'm missing. So how can we pray for you today? Like right now, we'd love for you to drop that in the chat. And you're like, I'm not ready for everybody to see it. <laughs> that's okay too. We get that. You can private message us on Facebook, on Instagram, or uh, text that number 610-590-8550. And if you go that way, it's gonna come to us and we will be praying specifically for you. Yeah. All right, so I'm just gonna, um, since we're talking about prayer, I'm just gonna open us up in prayer this morning as we head into our time of worship and um, into the message. So Heavenly Father, we just thank you um, so much for each person that is tuned in this morning. Um, I thank you for each family that they represent, and we just pray your blessings over um, each one of them. We pray for health and wholeness in their families. And um, we just pray as we go into this time of worship um, through singing, but also through hearing your word, God, I just pray that um, our hearts are open to what you have for us. Um, let it speak speak to us in the way that um, you want it to speak to us because we know that your word is living and active um, and that you want it to make a difference in our lives. Um, you want us to be able to take your word and apply it, not just listen to it and move on. Um, so we just pray that as we hear um, the words today that we just take those things, apply them to our life and just become more and more like you. So we thank you for who you are and just thank you. I searched the world, but he couldn't fill me. Man's empty praise, and treasures that fade are never enough. And you came along, you put me back together.
Couldn't have picked a better one myself. It's top of the line. All the options. The only thing it can't do is fly. No, I'm just licking. This one is way out of my price range. Oh, see, now there's your problem. Price range is really just a frame of mind. The facts are that you work hard. You deserve this. And God wants you to be happy. Yeah, appreciate your enthusiasm, but um, God never said that. know that a uh, new car salesman loses 30% of his value the second he leaves the lot? Yeah, true facts. Google it. Today, I might upset some of you. What if I set out to convince you that God doesn't want you to be happy? <laughs> that kind of sounds like a message a lot of you are like, I'm not sticking with. I'm going to turn that off. Because let's be honest. You know what sounds a whole lot better? It's for me to say that God wants you happy to enjoy life. God has good things stored up for you. For me to tell you that God wants your life to go the, exactly the way you want it to go. God wants you to experience all of the good feelings and all the good things in this world. And if I was going to preach that, I'd, just, I'd be like, let's turn in our Bibles to Psalm 97, 12. And it says, may all who are godly be happy. Man, like Duck Dynasty, happy, happy, happy. That sounds good, doesn't it? Because we all, we want to be happy. We want to enjoy life. We want to enjoy and experience the people and the places and the things that our friends make look so good on Instagram. Unfortunately, I can't say that today. There are a lot of people who believe that God just wants you to be happy. But unfortunately, God never said that. So before we get into today's uh, really breaking that saying down, first we need to build out a theology or a philosophy of happiness, how people view these things today. And it starts with number one. Number one is whatever makes you happy must be right. And then the inverse of that is whatever makes you unhappy must be wrong. So Sheryl Crow wrote a song and it says, if it makes you happy, it can't be that bad. If it makes you happy, then why the heck are you so sad? But she didn't actually say heck. I'll let you fill in that blank. Number two, discomfort, delay, risk, suffering, or inconvenience or and obstacles can't be God's will. Discomfort, delay, risk, suffering, inconvenience, and obstacles can't be God's will. So when things are go aren't going right, we must not be in God's will right now, right? We must be doing something wrong. And as we get this belief about happiness, it leads eventually to number three, where we believe with, without knowing it, I begin to worship the false God of comfort, of money, of pleasure, and of things. Now, there's a lot of people living in number three, even those, even lots of people who would call themselves Christians. They worship the, the altar of the God of happiness. And the problem with this belief is we start to think that God exists to serve me. We basically, we reduce God down to a vending machine in our break room of our lives. You go in, you insert a dollar bill, you push L23 
on the machine and you expect a Twix to come out and you to go from a raging fool to nice, calm, collected, everything is good person. And maybe that's oversimplifying it. But we go in, we push the buttons and we want God to do what we want. So, so you go to church, you pray a prayer and you expect to have the perfect marriage. You attend a life group. You serve on a team and you expect your kids to stop being insane. You, you watch a live stream, you message in a prayer request and you expect addiction to release its grip on you. And if God wants you to be happy and you do this recipe of things you need to do to get happiness from him, but you still aren't happy, then that's God's fault. And as a church plant, our goal is to reach people who are these who are classified as de church, and that's just a it's a word that we that's used for people who have stopped going to church. And a lot of people in this camp say, you know what, religion doesn't work. It didn't work. I tried, I tried it, and it didn't work for me. And they blame God for their lack of happiness. Some people will even celebrate that the they experienced way more momentary pleasure when they stopped trying to follow God. And that is that is possible. But I need you to hear today, God's highest priority is not your happiness. Now, he does delight in your happiness, but that's not what he wants the most for you. As a father, I delight in my kids' happiness. I love when my kids are happy, when they're having fun, when they're enjoying life. It makes me happy to see them happy, right? Parents, do you, you we get this. But let's say your kid goes and he kicks the game winning goal right all of a sudden you're happy because you know he's happy and then he takes off running and he runs by the other team and he gives them a salute that looks like he's telling them that they're number one but you know that's not what it means are you still concerned about your child's happiness you're probably thinking oh we got some other things to deal with right now god does not want you to pursue happiness. All right, here's what he wants you to pursue. He wants you to pursue him. We don't, And we don't pursue him so that we can get what we want. We don't pursue him thinking like if we push the right buttons, he's gonna bless us and bring happiness to us. He is not a blessing vending machine. We pursue his presence. He is the goal. His will is the goal. A deeper relationship with God is the goal. And God does not mind our happiness. In fact, he delights in our happiness. But it's not his highest calling. God doesn't want us to pursue happiness. He wants us to pursue him. And in him, we ultimately will find all happiness in life. So for the remainder of the time, we're going to just look at two times that God does not want you to be happy. Here's the, God doesn't want you to be happy, number one, when it causes you to do something wrong or unwise. In other words, when he doesn't want you happy when it causes you to do something that's sinful or when it's stupid. And this happens all the time. All right, so a couple years ago, Steph went to a women's event. She took our van and that's got the kids' seats in it. I don't have a way to take them anywhere, but that's that's fine. They go out, they're playing in the backyard. Some neighbor kids come over. They're chasing each other around an old maple tree. And Isaiah, my boy, he is loving it because he's running with the older 
guys and he is laughing and having a good old time as they run around the tree but then one of that one of the guys grabs a hold of the wooden tree swing it's got ropes that go way up into the tree grabs it as he's running and just runs until he can't hold that swing anymore and lets go and all the kids dodge it and they're laughing and carrying on and go for another loop and at this point i get up and i start moving towards the door because we've already said to the neighborhood kids they know like that's a no-no you don't just let the swing swing when nobody's on it but they were so they go for the second loop same time grabbed it ran and this time it comes back down and right as it hits ground level it's full force as fast as it could be going isaiah takes it right in the face right in the face he drops to the ground ava scoops him up she comes running with him to me up until that moment Isaiah's happy he's laughing he's having fun he is loving playing with these guys and smash everything changed in a moment blood's gushing from his face I had to call Steph and say I need you to get home now because I need the van to get this kid to the ER he needs stitches and he did he ended up getting his lip his lip was completely split they needed to stitch it back together and as a father this it was terrible I love seeing my boy happy, but the results of foolishness, that brought me sorrow. God doesn't want you to be happy when it causes you to do something that's wrong or something that's unwise. If, it, if, if it's foolishness, he's not interested in you pursuing it. The writer of Proverbs said in two different times, said that there is a way that seems right to a man. It looks good. It feels good. It's going to be nice. But here's what he says. But in the end, it leads to death. God doesn't want you to be happy when it causes you to chase foolish feelings. When you're chasing a foolish feel-good life. Now, 1 Peter 1.15 says, but he who called you is happy, so be happy in all you do. No, 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 no. I don't think I read that right. It says, but he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. God doesn't delight in our happiness. It's not his highest priority. His highest priority is our holiness. Now, over the years, I've been asked to do a lot of weddings. And let me warn you, if, you, if you're considering asking me to do your wedding, I've only ever done one. I've been asked to do lots. But I always say, let's, let's talk. Let's talk. And I sit down with the couple. I say, if you want me to do the wedding, you need to understand that I'm a pastor. I, I believe in Jesus. And if I'm doing your wedding, it's going to be a Christian wedding. My call is not to do weddings and funerals. It's to be a pastor. It's to take care of people. So the only way I'm going to do this wedding is if that means I now am your pastor and you need to commit to being involved in this church. And I take marriage seriously. I believe it's a lifetime commitment. So if I'm going to do your wedding... I stand as a representative of God at the altar in your life. You're committing then to let me show up if I hear that someday something is not going right in your wedding or in your marriage. Because wedding vows, they're not as long as love shall live, like some people might be saying today. I don't play those games. Marriage isn't as long as you make each other happy. It's as long as you both shall live. It's a commitment for better or for worse. All right, so about here in the conversation, most people 
you can tell they're getting uncomfortable because a lot of them were just people who were like, hey, uh, we graduated from high school with a pastor. Let's call him. And at this point, they decide like JP is going to be a better fit for them. And that that's totally fine. But so often we think that if we aren't happy, it justifies wrong decisions. And I wanted to protect people from walking into marriage like that. And sometimes it's it it's extreme. It's like ending a marriage. Oh, he just didn't make me happy. Let me let me real quick say marriage is for better or for worse. I already said that. And you for worse will come. For worse will come. Hard times will come. Dry seasons will come. I believe the greatest love awaits when we push through the worst together and get back to the better. And so sometimes we justify wrong decisions because it feels good and feels better. and We think it's going to make us happy. And sometimes it's simple things. It's like, I'm having a bad day. I know I'm going to die. I'm going to eat a second piece of cake because right now I'm feeling sad. Or we justify other bad decisions because of unhappiness. Like guys, justify places they don't belong on the internet because she's not filling my needs right now. Or young couples justify enjoying each other. But we're in love and God will understand and we're going to get married anyway. Let me just say, I, I've sat with too many young men and young ladies who this lie destroyed them. I know couples that if this has wreaked havoc even into their marriages, believing this lie and the, the guilt of past mistakes. And it takes a long time to heal. Maybe the the foolish, we, we just, it's what we watch. It's, it's, it's filthy, but it's funny. And we're like, I, I just, I need a laugh. Funny doesn't make wrong right. God doesn't want us to be happy when it causes us to do something that's wrong or when it causes us to do something that's unwise. Number two, God doesn't want us to be happy when it's only based on things of this world. Have you ever watched a late night TV ad? There are a lot of things that promise to make you happy. Like, I think I need a blanket with armholes in it. I'm just getting all snuggled up. Oh, the Snuggie, it looks so good. Or how about some shampoo that will stop me from being bald? Like I could have hair again if I just buy this shampoo. And then, oh my word, I can have muscles and look good if I just get the shake weight. Some of you, you don't know what the shake weight is and you are better off for it. You do not need to know what the shake weight is. Can we just say that should not be a thing? Like someone somewhere is sitting in a room laughing every time someone buys it. Right now, some of you are waiting for me to make the shake weight motion. I am not going to make it because you know it will end up being a meme somewhere and I don't want that to happen. But we think like, man, I buy this stuff on TV and it's going to make me happy. The new phone is going to make me happy. That expensive purse is going to make me happy. The $200 sneakers are going to make me happy. And all right, on the subject of sneakers, I, there's this thing I don't get. There's an Instagram account called Preachers and Sneakers. And it shows all these pastors from all over the country wearing really expensive sneakers. And I can promise you, I will never make that because I don't wear expensive sneakers. I buy whatever's on sale once every six months and wear them until the bottoms have worn out. We have this 
formula in our head for happiness. Here's, here's how you get happiness. If you have better possessions plus peaceful circumstances plus thrilling experiences plus right relationships plus perfect appearance, appearance then you have happiness. Uh, in other words, I need a house like Sarah. I need kids that behave like Mike. I need a vacation like Mary. I need a husband like Anne. I need a body like Rachel. And then I will be happy. If that's how you're living, you ain't ever going to be happy. But that that's not how God set up the world. Here, here's what he said. Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For for everything in this world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life, come not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires are passing away, but whoever does the will of God lives forever. The world will never satisfy you. We are to pursue God, and in his presence we receive joy unspeakable. God doesn't want you to be happy. He wants you to be holy. God doesn't want you to be happy. He wants you to be blessed. That word blessed in Hebrew, the Hebrew translation we usually use, it actually means more than happy. More than happy. And that doesn't mean everything's going to be perfect. That doesn't mean you're not going to be sick. That doesn't mean you're not going to lose your job. That doesn't mean you're not going to get a zit two days before family pictures right in the middle of your forehead. And that happens to me every single year. I'm in my 30s and still every year when Steph schedules family pictures for us in the fall. I have a stupid zip pop up somewhere that's going to be incredibly obvious for those pictures. Just because you're blessed doesn't mean everything will go your way. You're still going to experience pain. You're going to still going to experience storms. You're still going to experience weakness and trials. But God provides comfort in pain. He provides peace in storms. He provides strength in weakness and joy in trials. He actually wrote in the book of James, he wrote, consider it pure joy whenever you face trials of many kinds. God does not want you to be happy. He wants you to be blessed. Scripture says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And that word delight, it means enjoy. So we could read this and think, I just need to enjoy God and then I get everything I want. Well, not quite. See, when we focus on God, we begin, when we begin spending time with him. We start becoming like him. We start finding blessings in storm and God goes to work and he has changes our heart. And our heart starts to match God's heart. So God's desires become our desires. And when God's desires and our desires, they come together and they are the same, then we receive the desires of the heart. We, it's a recipe to get what you want when your desire is the same as God's. Now, Max Cato said this. He said, you weren't made for this world. Moments of happiness and joy cannot compare to what's ahead. Lower your expectations of earth, not heaven. New cars, new wife. No new car, new wife, new baby, new bow will give you the joy your heart craves. So at the beginning, I shared a verse about God wanting us to be happy but I left some of it out. I didn't share it all. Well, here's what it actually says. It says, may all who are godly be happy in the Lord and praise his holy name. Do you see the source of our happiness? God doesn't want us to be happy. 
He wants us to be holy. God doesn't want us to be happy. He wants us to be blessed. And in our blessing and in our holiness, that's when we really receive all we desire. Now, maybe today, you tuned into this live stream and you think, I have tried everything to find happiness. If you could drink it, you drank it. If you can smoke it, you smoked it. If you can do it, you did it. If you can buy it, you bought it. And you still feel empty. A lot of people say, God created a God-sized hole in all of our hearts. You won't ever find happiness until you let God fill that hole. Until you seek after him. So today I challenge you to consider starting a relationship with Jesus. And Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And everything that matters will be given to you as well. Today, maybe it's the day you need to turn to Jesus. Not because you want anything from him, but because you want a relationship with him. You need to understand that Jesus, he died in your place, not for your happiness, for your holiness. He took every mistake, every failure, every sin upon himself so that today you could look to him and be free. So if you are ready to put your faith in Jesus right now, I'd encourage you, pray this after me. Jesus, I give you my life. I'm done seeking after happiness. I'm going to seek after you and your holiness. I pray that right now you come do a work in my heart. I accept you as my Lord and Savior and give my life to you. Pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you decided to pray a prayer, pray the prayer this morning to accept Jesus as your Savior, we want to know so that we're able to celebrate with you and to help you walk these first few steps of your new relationship with Him. So text the word Jesus to 610-590-8550 so that we can we can talk with you more about it. Or if you have any questions about what a relationship with Jesus looks like, you have some questions about it, maybe some concerns or whatever it may be, text that same phone number and we'll be able to talk with you then as well. So again, we want to remind you that there is our interest hangout coming out, coming up on May 8th at 5 p.m. It is Mother's Day weekend, but maybe it's going to be Black.